When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Luna the Podcast. My name is Carolina Salazar, also known as the Carolina Lifestyle on TikTok and Instagram. My goal with this podcast is to demystify modern spirituality, talk about all things holistic health and wellness, and to also empower you to show up as your best and highest self. Thank you so much for being here, and I look forward to seeing you in the show. Welcome back to Luna the Podcast. So happy you're tuning in today. So happy to be chatting with you on this lovely Thursday. I hope you've been having a good week. I hope you're doing well. I know that this past weekend we had a eclipse, which was the first eclipse of the year. It was a partial solar eclipse in Taurus. And so for a lot of us, I think it touched on topics like our security like just the feeling of safety and what makes us feel safe. Topics like money, self-worth, and anything along the lines of what Taurus represents. So if you have had any interesting eclipse experiences so far, definitely let me know. There's more eclipses coming around. The next one will be next Friday, I think. So like second Friday of May. So sending good energy to all of you guys in this eclipse season. I actually have not been feeling my very best, and that's why this episode's getting released a little bit later in the day today, but I wanted to put something out for you guys regardless. I'm thankfully feeling better today. I came down with a cold, just like feeling a little stuffy and just tired, but it wasn't COVID because I got tested a few times, so not sure what it was, but still recovering, just trying to really take it easy and listening to my body, getting a lot of sleep, getting a lot of rest. And I had such interesting eclipse experiences because the reason why I got sick is that I just been running my body down like with so much on my schedule. I traveled to Vancouver last week for a work offsite, basically meeting all my new colleagues in person. And it was really fun, but the traveling was just so tiring to be on a plane for so many hours. I basically had to travel across the United States and into another country, which was very exhausting and then on the way back my connecting flight actually has been changed because my first flight was delayed and it was like all this like eclipse unexpectedness coming to get me but ultimately what it ended up highlighting for me was just the need for rest I got home and I had a really awesome family reunion for my grandpa's 85th birthday here in my house in Florida I decided to stay a little bit longer in Florida because I feel like Being in nature, being with my family helps me stay more grounded and I think I just needed this extra little bit of grounding on this week, but I'm good. (laughs) That's like my life update, but thankfully everything's going well and I'm recovering little by little. I also met with a health coach today. Even though I'm a health coach, I've never actually worked with a health coach myself, so that was really, really cool just getting the other side of the experience. And I'm very excited to work with her. 
She's also more focused on like nutrition. She basically tested my epigenetics by taking a couple of samples from my hair. And then she's able to tell if there's any like nutritional imbalances through this exam and everything. So should be really interesting. And if you want to know more about it, DM me and I can keep you posted on how that goes. But I think it'll be great. And on today's episode, we're going to be chatting just me and you, a little solo cast for the Thursday solo casts of this new process that I'm doing with my podcast where I do guest episodes on Mondays and then solo casts on Thursdays. So today we're going to be talking about something that's very close to my heart, something I touched on my 23 lessons that that I've learned podcast, but I really want to dive in deeper into it. And basically what this episode is going to touch on is the importance of you developing a relationship with yourself. So with that being said, let's dive into the episode. I hope you enjoy it. And if you do, please share it with a friend, post it on your story, or let me know via DMs. I would so appreciate it. And if you're enjoying the podcast so far, would also really appreciate if you left a little rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. So let's dive in. I'll see you on the other side. The essence of what I want to say today to you is that there is no one. There is no other person that is going to come into your life and is going to complete you like that missing puzzle piece. And the reason why is that you are the one. You are the one for yourself. You are the one who makes your life complete. There's no missing puzzle piece. You are the puzzle piece. You are the entire puzzle There is no other person that's going to come and turn on a switch into your life and make it brighter. You are the light bulb. You already make it so bright. You are the one with the color palette painting and designing your life. And if someone else comes into your life, they simply add more color to that palette. They add a couple new shades. But you are whole. You are complete on your own. And you don't need anyone else to complete you. That's the hard truth that I wanted to tell you today. Because I think that society really normalizes this search for the one and there's so much like pop culture and social media and whatever being like, I found my one and whatever. Don't get me wrong. I love love. I love being in love. I love being in a relationship and I think partnership and relationships are so magical and so important because they're really, really opportunities for you to grow through relationships you're able to learn so much from that other person. You're able to grow so much through conflict, through experiences that are, might be uncomfortable with that person, through hard conversations. Like Relationships are really fuels for your own personal growth. But the problem is associating a relationship as the band-aid that's going to fix you and someone else coming into your life as that Prince Charming that's just going to come and save you. And that really is not the case. Because you attract into your life what you are, right? I always say, be the vibration you wish to attract into your life. So if you are trying to attract someone into your life when you don't feel whole, you're going to attract someone who's going to mirror that to you. Maybe that person struggles with the same things or maybe that person is going to try to fix you when you don't need to be fixed or you're just going to attract someone who doesn't see your worth because you don't see your worth. So I think it's really, really important to remember that, especially if you are in this search 
for a romantic relationship because when I did my work throughout quarantine where I really sat down with myself and I started enjoying my time with myself, that was when I truly, truly got down to the core of I am whole and I need to feel whole before I try to attract a new person into my life. So I think that's really important and something a lot of us forget. And so I think that that's the most important thing is working on that sense of self-worth and completeness. And don't get me wrong, like I've struggled a ton with my own self-confidence. I'm still healing. I'm still healing my self-confidence. I'm still working on it. But there's one thing that I feel like I did a lot of work on during the pandemic when I was single before I started dating Pedro. It was that I really, really learned how much I loved to spend time with myself. I spent so much time alone. I did so many things alone. I went on walks alone. I did courses alone. I spent so much quality time with myself. I like tanned by the pool alone. Like I just spent so much time with myself that I started to really love my alone time. And actually one of my best performing podcasts here in Luna, the podcast is one that's titled why you should learn to spend time alone. Because I think a lot of people resonate with wanting that, with wanting to love to spend time by yourself and to not feel lonely, right? Not to correlate being alone with being lonely. And so I wanted to remind you that you are complete and that you are the one. You are the one who's going to heal you. You are the one who is going to take care of your body. You are the one who's going to up-level spiritually. You are the one who can connect to the universe. You know yourself best. You know all the answers. It's already within you. You just have to tap into it. You have to accept it. You have to embrace it. You have to trust it. This is something that truly transformed my life. For many years, I lived in denial of problems that I had or ways I was self-sabotaging because I expected that someone else would fix me, that someone else would give me all the answers. But I really realized throughout my awakening, throughout my personal growth journey that it's on me. Like my growth and my up-leveling and all of that is on me and I can ask the universe for support and I can be guided, but deep down the answers are within me. I just have to trust it. Like, I just have to trust my intuition that much. But I think that this topic of being the one is especially important when it comes to romantic relationships because we often put a lot of pressure on that other person to fix everything, to fix us, to fix our problems, to be like a, an ear that can just suck in all of our venting all the time. And, and when we do that, we don't really give ourselves the ability to do that for us. So in my first relationship, way back when, I really struggled with this. I had a lot of emotions that I didn't address. I self-sabotaged a lot. But I always expected that ex-boyfriend to fix it, to fix everything, to like give me all his time. And I was very codependent. And I didn't realize that I had to embrace my time alone, that I had to embrace being with myself, that I had to do that inner work and that self-love work and it was only afterwards like when I was single when I was in the pandemic like a, a while after when I really did my work when I really dove deep and I reflected on my life 
on how I showed up, how I took care of myself, that I realized all the ways that I wasn't showing up for myself as the one for me. And I really didn't see myself that way. So it took a lot of time. It took time of learning to embrace myself and to work on myself to really get to that point where I feel complete in a way now. And even now, like I still struggle sometimes with feeling like I'm not good enough. And I think that, you know, it's not a coincidence that I'm here recording this podcast because this is something that I've progressively worked on and it was something that I realized and that really helped me, especially when I was single. It was realizing that I'm the one and that I didn't need a relationship to feel complete. And now that I do have a very healthy relationship and I'm dating Pedro and he's awesome and he treats me amazing and we have a very, very conscious relationship, I still feel that sense of like, oh, like I'm not good enough. Not in the sense of the relationship or that other person or worthy of love even, but more so like not feeling good enough when it comes to my achievements or when it comes to my health. Like I'm very self-judgmental and something I'm really working on and something I'm very self-aware about as well that I'm working on with a high level of awareness. And I always say awareness is the first step. So I'm grateful that I have that awareness, but I think something I'm really working on is also realizing that I am enough, that I am doing enough, that I don't have to set all these unreasonable expectations for myself and that I have to just accept that I am doing enough and that I am enough as I am, which is the same thing as being the one, as being whole, as being complete, is working through these feelings of being deficient, of lack within. So I'm going to share some tips on ways that you can start working on this and ways that you can start tapping into that feeling of being the one. So let's go into that. Tip number one is surrender the search for that external solution. So what I mean by that is let go of that idea that someone else is going to come and save you. Let go of that idea that something external is going to fix you. And realize that the solution is never outside of you, but it's always inside. So the first thing is just that mindset shift. You're just realizing and starting to tell yourself, I'm the one, the solution lies within me. Tip number two is learn to spend time alone. I think a lot of us are becoming better at this, but I think that there might be some of you guys listening who still are working on this. So take yourself on dates and pick something really fun that you love to do and do it with yourself, by yourself. This can mean taking a bubble bath and listening to some music or watching a Netflix show by yourself. This can mean eating a meal alone. This can mean taking yourself on a picnic and journaling. This can mean dancing by yourself in your home. This can mean going on a walk. It can mean anything. So just pick an activity that you love to do and do it just with you and make it very enjoyable or as enjoyable as possible. Like it was a date, but with yourself. Tip number three for helping you start being the one for you is to really start feeling your feelings. I think a lot of the times when we seek out other people and when we desire that sense of connection with someone else and support is a lot of the times when we are feeling very strong emotions 
or when we're struggling mentally. So I think that it's really, really important to give yourself the space to feel your feelings instead of pushing them away. So great techniques for this, I think, is journaling. I feel a lot of resistance with journaling often where I know it does me great things, but I feel lazy to do it or I just don't pick up my notebook or I just find excuses. So, but I do know that journaling is amazing. So if you are feeling emotional, picking up that journal and writing it out, mind dumping is always super amazing. Also, you could voice note with yourself, like talk to yourself, or you could just let yourself cry, really let yourself feel and hold space for those emotional moments because that's also the process of reparenting and that's also realizing that you are capable of handling your own emotions and that you are strong. The fourth tip I have is affirmations. This is something that I want to reintroduce into my life more. Haven't really been saying as many affirmations or writing as many affirmations as I want, but there are so many amazing ones, especially ones that are related to confidence, to self-improvement, to self-growth, even just saying, I am enough, I do enough, I am amazing, I am whole, I am complete, I am the one, I am the entire garden of life, I am love, I am light, any of those, anything that comes from your heart that you want to tell yourself, write it down and affirmations is one of the things that requires the most consistency, like it's super important to stay consistent with them. And it's okay to fall out of it, but try to pick it up again if you have fallen out of it lately. I'm going to do that as well. I think something that helps me a lot is writing them in my hand or writing them in post-it notes. So I'm just going to go to Walgreens and I'm going to buy some post-it notes and I'm going to get back to doing that because I know it's helped me a lot. It helped me a lot during the pandemic in the quarantine. So I'm going to get back to that myself. And last but not least, tip number five, I'm going to recommend to you is to make a vision board and you can do this two different ways but what i'm going to recommend to you is doing what i call the who i am vision board basically what this means is compiling any and all images from pinterest from your own camera roll quotes that represent who you are so basically make a whole collage dedicated to yourself that you feel expresses and showcases all of you and this can be showing pictures of where you were born, of your home, of your favorite activities, of colors that you think represent you, of your zodiac sign, quotes, anything that you relate to, resonate with, feel represented by, and make that into a collage. And then showcase it somewhere in your room, in your phone, wherever you want, both. I have it hanging on top of my desk in my house here in Florida. And I love looking at it because I did this almost two years ago and which is really awesome because it really shows how you see yourself in that moment in time. And when you look back on it, it'll be really awesome. So I really want to redo mine, like just make a new one. And I'm not going to throw this one away, but I just want to make another one um, and like physically like collage it like I did with this one because it was a really awesome activity. So like pick a random Saturday or Sunday, block out four hours, buy a board, print out your pictures and just do it. It's really fun. You can put some music and I think it's a really awesome way of connecting with yourself. So I hope that these tips were helpful. If this episode resonated with you, and if this is something that you had never heard before, or that just kind of sparked something for you, please reach out. I freaking love receiving messages from you. I've said this over and over again, but I really, really mean it. 
actually this week i received an amazing and very very beautiful message from one of you guys your name is Alyssa. i don't know if you're listening to this episode Alyssa, but i really appreciate your message and i really appreciate all of you guys's message i really appreciate seeing it on your stories when you guys share that you're listening to luna or even the 40 plus of you who have left reviews it really means a lot so thank you for being a part of the luna fam thank you for being here hope this episode was helpful to you i hope you are doing well i hope you stay light during this eclipse season stay open and surrender because eclipse season always brings a little bit of chaos a lot of transformation and so i'm sending you a lot of light a lot of love and i will see you guys on monday with another guest episode and a little surprise that i hope you guys are excited for so enjoy the rest of your day i'll see you soon bye the headlines remind us daily the world is a dangerous place the elites in charge say everything's fine stop noticing but you know better, and your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour 3-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com